Are you looking for a great book within the mystery, thriller and suspense genre? If so, then stay tuned. You're listening to the Mystery Novel Nerd Podcast, a virtual book club for readers of mystery, thriller and suspense novels. Twice a month, I will bring you a short discussion about what makes a great mystery novel as well as latest reads over a cup of tea. And who am I? I'm your host, mystery author, A.D. Hay. Hello, book lovers. Just a quick note before we get into the the book haul, I just wanted to point out that this particular book haul is actually my first ever book haul. And I do make a few first time errors, like not referencing the title of the book. I've only done this in one occasion and the reference is super vague. And also this, the audio for this has been pulled from a YouTube video. I have gone through and I've edited this as much as I can. I've edited, I've edited out reference to references to the video and then I've come back in and I've jumped in and said actually I got this wrong this is actually what it was supposed to be so I hope that all makes sense for you and I hope you enjoy this book haul so way back in I think the end of April I decided that I really wanted to do book hauls because I have a bit of a bibliophile as you can see and a game nerd, obviously. In my defense, this isn't all mine. This is, my husband also has a bit of a book problem too. He's a book nerd and game nerd. Actually, he came with the games and some of them are super cool, by the way, but I digress. Back in April, I decided that I wanted to do book, book hauls. And as you can see, I followed through on this. Well, I did the book purchasing and I put them in piles according to months. And then I sort of kept putting it off because I'm a classic overthinker. Instead of just buying books and talking and filming myself talking about why I purchased them, I really overthought it. And I was like, oh, I need to talk about, you know, why I purchased it and, you know, accurately talk about the synopsis and all of this, all of these things in the genre, because I don't just read in one particular genre. Although this book particular haul, I've just included books in the mystery, thriller, suspense and crime genres, because that's the genres I write in. And most of the books I read are in these genres, but occasionally I'll read like fantasy or historical fiction. But in saying that, a lot of the books I do read do have elements of crime and thriller and suspense because it's just what I love. I like something fast paced, but I am started purchasing fantasy novels with the intent of reading them, but that's for a different haul. I'm just going to keep it strictly to thrillers because I'm a bit of a thriller novel nerd. Just a side note, I actually live in London. My husband and I live in London and we buy our books from two different types of bookstores, uh, Waterstones and Oils. I think they're the two biggest chains of bookstores you can find in London. They do have independent ones, but generally where we've lived, because we've moved a couple of times, we've had Waterstones and Oils bookstores close to us and no real independent ones. So this is generally where I buy my books. I do read via audiobook and ebook as well. Well, I generally buy my books from Amazon. And so my reading list is like, my to be read list is like 
out of control. So these books that I'm about to show you are purchased. There is quite a lot of them. I think there might be 14 maybe. There's about 14 of them and I purchased them during the months of May through to August. In September I haven't actually purchased any thriller related, any books in this genre. It's just been fantasy but I'll do a separate haul from that and from then on I'll sort of catch up and be a little bit more on top of my book haul game. So the first book I've purchased is Glory in Death by J.D. Rowe. I started reading, I can't remember what, which book I started with. I think it might have been the first book I, um, the first book in the series that I started with, which is called Naked in Death. And I read it and it was surprisingly sexy. It was quite shocking to me because usually I'm used to reading thrillers that are um, that are really action-packed and have a lot of suspense. Although this does have those elements of, uh, I guess it's more this book, this series is more crime because it it is um, the protagonist Eve Dallas is a she's a detective. She's just called a Lieutenant Eve Dallas, and she's obviously a part of the police force. And this series is set in the future, so I've read. This is the um, the second book in the series, and I've actually read this, and I kind of like it. There's a part of me that is invested in the, the relationship between Rourke and Eve, even though it's highly dysfunctional. But in saying that, these both of these characters are dysfunctional, so therefore their relationship is going to be a little bit just dysfunctional as well. So I'm absolutely hooked on this series, and I'm hoping... Well, my next book I aim to read is actually going to be Immortal and Death, I'm hoping, which is the third book. But um, it only took me like two or three days to read this and I absolutely loved it. And while we're on the topic of J.D. Robb, I've also purchased a few others. I think at the same time, yeah, I'm just checking the backs of the books because I've put the purchase dates on them just so I remember. So in the same day, I found this particular book on the shelf and then I sort of found these two as well. So Imitation in Death is actually book 17 in the series and this book, Celebrity in Death, is actually book 34. This series is, I've clearly got a lot of catching up to do. I don't have, I don't intend on buying all of this series in paperback but I just saw these two and thought you know what I like them. I actually purchased this one in Australia and this one was purchased in foils in London so no matter where I go I always seem to find bookstores and buy books and the other problem I have is it's not really a problem but my husband also finds books for me he'll notice I've got this on the shelf and he'll be like he'll we'll be wandering around Waterstones on a Sunday afternoon and he'll pick up a book and be like oh you have this you have you know something else in the series and I'll pick it up and, and for some reason and I'll walk past a table that'll have two books for a certain price and bookstores are clearly a trap for me. This next novel is Camino Island by John Grisham. While I was in St Pancras International they have a a bookstore there called Hachette. I think it's called Hatchet. Hatchet. It's actually a division of Waterstones. 
and I saw this on there and what intrigued me about this is it's about, it says valued at $25 million, five manuscripts of F. Scott Fitzgerald's only novels, you know, go missing. And I was like, ooh. I think that alone made me pick up this book. It's very rarely do I go to sort of flip a book over and sort of read the blurb. Usually it's um, it's in the genre and it's usually the title. I'm an impulse book buyer and I generally like the books that I've picked up. Occasionally there'll be something in the book, in the book's narrative that I don't like, but generally I do. And if I'm still undecided about whether I want the book, I will go turn around like I did with this and read the blurb. But I guess generally I buy books from authors that I know. So the next book in my haul is, I'm going to stop saying that because I'm clearly going to be saying that 14 times, is Kiss the Girls by James Patterson. James Patterson is known for his, I don't know, prolific writing? Is that what you call it? He seems to, he does do, he does do a lot of co-writing, but this particular Alex Cross series, he does write on his own. And I'm super keen to read something that only he has written. And I have the first book in the series on my bookshelf and the name of it escapes me. I think it's called Along Came a Spider. And apparently that has a really ambiguous ending. And I I have purchased the uh, the annual subscription to there's like a um, masterclass, you know, the masterclass series. And I'm and I halfway through his series on writing, yeah, on, on writing fiction. And he does mention the ending of this. And I think that's what made me purchase this this particular series. And then I realized that's what made me perch purchase along came a spider and then I realized and then I was I wanted the sequel I'm pretty sure that there are other series other books in this series I just it escapes me as to how many books there are in this series because I've also got a big beautiful paperback on my bookshelves that I bought earlier this year so the next book is The Heretic's Treasure by Scott Mariani I originally read um, the Babylon Idol was the first book that I wrote that I read in this particular series, and I think that was book number fourteen or fifteen. I think it's fifteen. So I purchased. I was in the big foils in Piccadilly Circus, and for some reason, I thought Scott Mariani was a independently published author. I think that's because he's co-written something with Mark Dawson, and I know Mark Dawson is self-published as well. So I just assumed that he was self-published. So when I saw his books on the the bookshelf, almost was like, "Woo, yay!" Because um, almost I was embarrassingly happy. Um, yeah. So this is book four, and this is book sixteen. Books one to three and fourteen that I've I've read via Kindle Whisper Sync for Voice, which is when you get the audio. You get the ebook through the Kindle bookstore and you purchase the audiobook from Audible for an extra price. Usually it's around somewhere between $2.99 and £3.99. I forget what the US price is because I, I can't purchase books, audiobooks and Kindle books through there because my Kindle's locked to, you know, you know how it is. It's locked to the UK store. Up until this book, I've loved his, it's not so much the story that I hated. I've just, I like his style of writing. It's fast paced and I'm pulled through the book right to the end and the ending's satisfying. 
it's I got to this book number four and I can't stand the female protagonist in there. Not only is she Australian, which annoys the hell out of me because she's a cliche, but she's like she uses her sexuality to get what she wants. Like that's the only card in her deck that she can play. Why can't she be intelligent? Why why can't she have a she's also I think she's got she's like an Olympian, she's got like some type of She's won like a medal in archery, but I just hate the fact that she's playing this, oh, I fell for you in, you know, in under 30 seconds. And the guy, Ben Hope, he's like, he must be in his 40s and he fell for it. I just hate this love story that's in this. I think it's super cliche and it casts him in bad light. I know he's been through a bit of a tragedy, but he should be super skeptical of love at this point. He must he must be really jaded. He shouldn't be able to fall for someone that quickly. And you don't fall in love with someone. Insta love isn't a thing. It's something maybe you believe as a teenager, but you get you grow out of that. But he's 40 and still believes in insta love. And I just think really but yeah, rant over. This next book, which is also written by Scott Mariani, is called The Bark Manuscript. I'm super excited to read this because of the title. It looks super cool. And it's I've written one of one of my books, Silence, is actually set in, I'm just going to double check, is actually set in Oxford. Part of this book is set in Oxford. Usually what happens with these books is they're across multiple locations, usually throughout Europe. And I think that's why I like it. It's It sort of reminds me a little bit of J.F. Penn. But with her books, she get like an extra side of um, the supernatural, which I really love. So I'm sort of waiting for her to write, publish the next arcane novel. So I'm reading all of these other things. So the next book is really a, a historical crime thriller. And it's about, is it a historical crime thriller? Yeah, I was looking at this book in, where was it? I'm pretty sure it was Foils in July and the the sales assist I like that big the big foils that's in um Piccadilly Circus. The people who who work there, they're obsessed with books as as much as I am. So I know they, they are there to sell, but they do read the stuff that's on the um the shelves and this guy stopped me, one of the sales assistants stopped me and as I was looking at the title and he was like, that's a really, really good book. So I was sort of already just based on just how beautiful it looks and the title. I'm really fascinated by Jack the Ripper and the fact that he wasn't caught. Part of it is because at the time they didn't treat crime scenes like they do today. So people would the really wealthy people were able to go to the crime scenes and see everything and contaminate the evidence. And there was like multiple suspects and all sorts of crazy things. Basically, the general gist of this is Oscar Wilde, I think, he, he investigates Jack the Ripper. And as you can see by the title, it's called Jack the Ripper Case Closed. And apparently he must solve it. So that one went into my cart purely because I've got a obsession with Jack the Ripper. I haven't actually been on the, the London Jack the Ripper tour yet. I probably should do that. This next book I purchased is called The Riviera Express by 
T.P. Fielden and it's a cosy mystery and I'm actually thinking about writing a series of short cosy mysteries the, and the only, I guess it's not really a cosy mystery. So I've, I'm a huge fan of Miss Marple series by Agatha Christie and I've just started to read a Kyul Prao series and I, I sort of like Miss Marple a bit better because she's sort of like this kind of elderly busybody and you don't sort of expect her the people don't really see her coming they don't expect her to solve the crime and yeah I just really love her there's something about an old lady walking around a, a small village solving crimes that I absolutely love and it's not based on sort of the horror side of a crime scene it's more about sort of solving the facts and I want to read this one to sort of give me a taste of what the, a modern cozy mystery is like, I guess Miss Marple isn't really a cosy mystery. She's just a straight mystery. That's why I purchased this. And I love the cover. I love these sort of cut, these sort of illustrative style covers. They're really cute. The next book in this haul is The Late Show by Michael Connolly. This one I purchased because I thought I had it on my bookshelf, hardback form, like I swear I purchased this in hardback. But it was actually the book before this called The Wrong Side of Goodbye. Or maybe that's the book after this. I think I saw this in hardback so many times that I convinced myself I've already purchased it and I haven't. So that's why I purchased this. I guess you could say it's like a police procedural mystery. Well, it is. I really like, sorry, I've got like a bit of a fail on his name. I think this is with a different, this is actually not with Harry Bosch. Oh, I really liked him. This is actually with a different detective, Renee Ballard. That's probably not how you pronounce her name because she's got the tone mark in her first name. I'm assuming she's French and I've just botched her name. Well, I purchased this clearly thinking it was in the Harry Bosch series, but it's not. I actually do like Michael Connolly. I really like obviously the Harry Bosch character because the truth and sort of justice is something that's really important to him as a you know detective he just doesn't want to close a case and do the paperwork or avoid doing the paperwork as a fictional police officer I really do re respect him but I purchased this mainly because of the title I just found and the the cover I found it I found it super intriguing but basically this detective um Renee Ballard works the what is referred to as the late show or it's the late shift at the in the LAPD. When Ronald and I first moved to where we are now, there's a um, there's like a short bus ride to our nearest Waterstones, and it's like a small one. And I found the first book in this series which was called The Venetian Game. And I've been to Venice, my trip to Venice. I got eaten alive, eaten alive by mosquitoes and Roland didn't. And the second in the series is called Vengeance in Venice. And I just sort of like the concept of a murder sort of crime novel being set in such a beautiful city like Venice. So basically there's a crime, someone's murdered in Venice and... I guess the story is probably about them figuring out who did it. I guess this next book, these next two books, are sort of set in a more action adventure or suspense. And this one is called The Gangster by Clive Cussler and 
Justin Scott. And this is a part of the Isaac Bell series adventure. So basically these novels are set in the early 1900s and it's sort of an action adventure police procedural mystery type of thing. So basically Isaac Bell works for a private investigating firm called the Van Dorn Detective Agency. This is another series where I started reading a book that was sort of towards the end of the series and I have a whole heap of books to, to sort of plough through to get to catch up. Oh, it's called The Cutthroat. And I think it's, I think this might be the next in the series. I don't know, it's clearly not important, but I really like Isaac Bell as a character and I love the action, this particular action adventure series. It really, I just really, really love it. I read The Cutthroat in a matter of um, two or three days. Like I just tore through the book. It was so good. So I'm hoping this book is just as good. I've also read the first in the series called The Chase and I read that via Kindle Whisper Sync for Voice again and that was amazing. This next book is called The Grey Ghost by Clive Cussler and Robert Bursell. That's probably very wrong. Sorry. Just a quick note from the future. I actually got this author's name incorrect. His name is actually Robin Bursell, not Robert. Yeah, so this is obviously another action adventure. They op they've opened a new bookstore. I think it's just like a WH Smith at the in St Pancras towards the end near the big Marks and Spencer and I saw this one on the on the bookshelf like this big beautiful hardback I really do love hardback novels I just adore them they're just so big and so beautiful and yeah so I purchased this because I wanted to try out another one of your series this is a Fargo adventure and it's with this has Isaac Bell in it and I forget who the main character is in the Fargo series but it's got Isaac Bell and whoever the main character is in this series in it part of the reason why I bought it was obviously because it's a hardback and it had Isaac Bell in it and I actually this is actually a quite a recent purchase I purchased this towards the end of August next book is called The President is Missing and it's by Bill Clinton and James Patterson. Part of the reason why I purchased this was because Bill Clinton wrote a book. Obviously he, well, he co-wrote a book with James Patterson. While I'm not a particular fan of Bill Clinton, I'm sort of curious as to what insights he's provided in for The President is Missing and it's just so beautiful. Again, it's like this beautiful hardback. I really like this trend with the colour pages that's sort of happening at the moment in sort of the book world and it's just beautiful. So that's it, that's my epic book haul. I sort of thought, I foolishly thought to myself, oh it'll only take 10 minutes and I've literally got 27 minutes, I've recorded 27 minutes of footage. Hopefully I can cut this down to something a little bit more reasonable so it's not actually 27 minutes worth of me babbling on about books I've purchased. Thank you for listening to this super long book haul. If you want a list of the books or a link to the blog post so you can see the book images, then I'll include these links to the blog post and a list of the books in the show notes in your favourite podcasting app. Or alternatively, you can go to my blog at authoradhay.com forward slash thriller hyphen novel hyphen book hyphen haul. So thank you for watching and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mystery Novel Nerd podcast. If you're new to this podcast or want to be notified about more episodes just like this, then click the subscribe button right now. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information at authoradhay.com forward slash podcast. I'm your host, mystery author A.D. Hay, and I'll see you in two weeks time with another episode. Happy reading, everybody.